Que pasa, Mufasa? This is Pat, the Forehead Dean, and I'd like to take a moment to talk to you about my close personal friend, Jesus Christ. Just kidding. You know what this is. If you know me, you know that nothing is more important to me than comfort. Not even my own family. That's why I gotta tell you about Kyrgyz slippers. If you go to kyrgyz.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S, dot com, and use our promo code NOTHING, in all caps, you'll get 15% off every order you place. What is this, Christmas? Not even close. Kyrgyz slippers are handmade out of 100% wool felt by an all-women's art collective in Kyrgyzstan. These ladies have been making felt slippers using an ancient technique kept so secret not even the masons can get their hands on it, although many have died trying. Every purchase you make also helps these women achieve financial independence. Plus, it helps out our show so we can keep rolling out our award-winning content. Hell yeah. Again, go to kyrgyz.com, K. Y-R-G-I-E-S, Edekim, and use the promo code NOTHING, in all caps, to get 15% off. Make the world a better place and treat your feet to something sweet all at the same time. You can thank us later. Now, take it away, fellas. International. Ladies and gentlemen, my fellow Americans. Hello. How about that, huh? What do you think of that intro? Uh, my name, name is Benjamin free. Benjamin C. Cholock, uh, scared and confused little boy at Princeton <laughs> University. <laughs> <laughs> Welcoming you. Functioning child. Yeah, functioning child. <laughs> That's what I call you, um, Ben, the functioning child. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, scared man. Benjamin C. Cholock, uh, I am uh, here to welcome you to our 126th episode of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for idiots. Uh, man, it's been so long since we recorded a regular one that I kind of forgot the intro. Um, well, it's also, I mean, think about how different the world is right now than it was and, since and the last time we recorded I want to keep doing the podcast, but I'm also so distracted. <laughs> Which is funny because of like we should shit is wild. It's 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 funny. It's 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 odd because I do feel very distracted, but I have nothing to do all day, so I shouldn't. Which adds to it. It's like torture because it's like great. I like this horrible shit is happening literally everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like every the entire planet is just completely burning. Except in my kitchen. Um, you saw that dinner I made tonight. You kidding me? Well, you I've know, it was burning. A, I've become that a, instant pot. Yeah, dude, I've become instant pot master, an acolyte, an apologist. I'm yeah, an you're in- saying you're yeah, you're a renowned chef now. Yeah, I do. I mean, look, I do. I consider myself a chef. Yes, I always have, even before I started cooking. So I feel like now I've actually earned that crown. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I mean, where who would crown you? Who do you think should crown you in um, like a ceremony? <laughs> 
<laughs> pro, uh, Chef Boyardee's uh, descendants, I guess, whoever's whoever still alive from that uh, fucking lineage. Jeff Boyardee? Je- maybe, yeah, maybe Jeff Boyardee will come uh, <laughs> Jeff Boyardee. And, and help me out. Uh, yeah, I don't know, Ben. Uh, well, life is a disaster. It is a disaster. Well, how how are you? Uh, how are you doing? Everything else considered. Oh, okay. Go, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I'm playing a lot of music these days, Ben. So that's uh, you know, doing some uh, taking up time, start working on different stuff. You know, mm-hmm. things are pretty tight. That's cool. Yeah, things are fine. I'm fine. Yeah, everything's fine. I'm mostly I I have this new hobby where I just sit in my room and I just crack all of my knuckles <laughs> and, <laughs> and just dread sure. the next day. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> no, um, I'm I'm doing okay, all things considered. You have not uh, lost your mind yet. No, I haven't lost my mind, like but legally. obviously. Okay, here's the thing. So this this we decided to record another regular episode because I know we haven't put one out in a, in a little while because uh, uh, you know shit's been weird. <laughs> um and it would I would feel remiss if we didn't fucking talk about this shit. Okay. Sure. And conveniently the two main things that are going on right now, right? <laughs> Country and western. Country and western. Uh co- coronavirus and <laughs> western is uh <laughs> is a cipher for the horrible way we've treated black people for uh <laughs> uh 400 years on this continent. Sure. Um but those are the two themes, basically, that we're dealing with, and I would feel remiss in like not fucking referencing it somehow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't like, tr- trying to digest it, trying to no, we, make we, sense of it. We I mean, some, whatever. It's a philosophy podcast, so we sometimes comment. Yeah. On, remember? <laughs> yeah, I do remember. Uh, it fucking sucks. Uh, but we sometimes comment on, uh, you know, so, some of the the topical stuff, right? I mean, it'd be really weird if we. I mean, there was such a huge demonstration here in Austin. How could you not? Yeah. Everywhere. I read that there was it was seventy five cities. Christ. I didn't even know I didn't even know we had seventy five cities. Why it's too many. <laughs> I mean you're a sensible guy, I get it. Like I know we're a big country, but like it should be like ten. Yeah, I remember me and Ben size. me and Ben were hanging out one time, uh, you know, sipping some brews, talking about life. And then one day Ben got a really far away look in his eyes and he said, Don't you think there's too many cities? And I said, No. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, okay. And then like moved on, refused to talk about it. Okay, it's funny. So that's it's funny that you're you're saying that because it's it's leads very tangentially into something we're going to be talking about. Oh no! So that's not my role uh, in the show. What inadvertently to connect and, things? Yeah, and without meaning to at all. It would it, it would be like the last thing you want to do, but you end up doing it anyway sometimes, like sure. a savant. Right. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> you, what you I could. You connect the dots before I get to for you. That's what <laughs> I've weird. always. Well, I think well. I like that you call that being a, like a, a savant and not just su- a human being who has figured out learning. It, it's <laughs> like I start to say something and you've already figured it out. Yeah, that's that's because I'm an adult. Yeah, I guess I guess that is pretty uh, th- <laughs> like really patronizing of me to just assume that you can't learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, at this point, I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, it's been it's it's been 126 episodes. Yeah, I learned, and you've learned some stuff. Yeah, I learned. I would have, I would have thought the conversion rate would have been higher. I'm trying to think of what the like. I think the thing I retained the most is probably your boy Nietzsche. The whole God is well, dead you, thing. You couldn't even say his name at first. I know, but well, you can say it now. But I can actually explain the God is dead thing. So anyone who's like. You know, oh, Nietzsche said God is dead. What does that idiot know? I can I, I can explain to them. He doesn't mean literally. Oh, that's actually fucking tight. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yes. fuck you. You know what, Ben? One. Because you said that, <laughs> I'm going to purposely forget how to do that. 
Next time someone goes, <laughs> next time someone goes, what do you know about philosophy? I'm going to go, Duh, Nietzsche said that. And they'll go, what so, an idiot. And I'll go, Ben told me. But you're basically like lobotomizing yourself out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> Discarding knowledge just to piss me off. I'm Irish. We're, we're a spiteful yeah. race. Man. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, I, I don't know. We're not talking about spite today. We're talking about... Okay, first of all, we're, what, we're you, talking about... Did you have a, a further comments on all the uh, the protests and everything? I mean, yeah, we, that's what we're going to be talking about, oh, basically. Okay. So here's what we're talking about. The title of the episode, all right? Conveniently, these two horrific things that are happening to our, us right now, um, uh, they're both things that this guy we're talking about is ki- kind of predicted and kind of uh, explained and... Uh, anyway, it's 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 all kinds of fucked up, but it makes a lot of sense to me, and I think it would be valuable to kind of discuss sure. this theory of this guy. We're talking about uh, <laughs> this guy who is a member of an ethnicity that we make a lot of fun of. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Um, on mic yeah. or off? Uh, on. Oh, okay. Fuck! Don't say I'm that. Just kidding. Is, what a tightrope! Tight I know. What a tight rope. I'm just kidding. But ben no, and on, I on... don't have a secret group chat. <laughs> just the two of us. Yeah. Of us just being racist. I call it a group um, chat. Yeah. Um, two people. Yeah, two people is technically a group. That's why I tell people I've had group sex. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a group chat where you can just be racist. You know what cops call that? A walkie-talkie. <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, I'll tell you this. When I was working at um, the tavern, mm-hmm. located in. Uh, beautiful, beautiful Austin, Texas. Uh, what is that? 922 West 12th Street, never too far from 12th and Lamar. So, when uh-huh. I worked there, I worked there for five years, and for many years, there was like this group of cops who would come in and they would, uh, uh, you know, they would order lunch and shit. And they were pretty, you know, they were very nice, uh, or they seemed nice and stuff. And, um, uh-huh. I so my boss, as a joke. At the time, changed my tickets so that when I printed the tickets, it said the server name was Sweetie, and so uh-huh. I would they would just see that and be like, "What the fuck?" And so like they just call, so the, so they just they just loved calling me Sweetie, and I never told them what my real name was. I think they just the thought, cops it, did? "Yeah, I'm sorry." The cops did no. They never. They never. I never told them my name, and I, I feel and it's funny because I feel like they they might have thought that was my actual name. Uh, and so I just, I, I they did not respect you at all. No, they, no. So they'd be they, like, if they believed that. Yeah. So one, one of the guys would be like, sweetie, I'll have some more iced tea. And I'd be like, definitely. And just be like, this is fucking weird. Uh, cause they're like, I'll be dressed as cops. But anyway, the point is that I would see some like, they, like, like conservative memes are insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? They are insane. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I know. Cause like, you know, I've seen, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying that I haven't seen, as in, you know, as wild memes on the other side, but I'll say that the left memes are a lot more funny. I think as a uh, as a man who used to make his living in the comedy yeah. uh, industry, I think I, I know a little bit about this kind of stuff. I just start lecturing you, uh, but yeah, yeah that so thing, that thing we used to do in the before time. Yes, the before time, the long, long ago, and so yeah. <laughs> they're they're not funny, but there there's there's always been an undercurrent of like threat to them. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Where like I'll, it's I'll like I'll see some memes where I'm like, okay, whatever. I get what point you're trying to make, but then like I'll see some memes with theirs where it's like the punchline is like, and that's why we, you know, uh, chopped Hillary Clinton's head off, and it's like, wait, what? 
Yeah, there's also there's always an, an uh, if not if not explicit implicit threat of violence in always. all of them. It's bizarre. Like and they yeah. they would like share them with each other and stuff and like I don't know. I mean, they were always nice to me, but I just remember thinking like, man, I bet they were they seemed like aggressive dudes. They there are some cops who like you talk to them and they're like, "Oh, I never pulled my gun out once 20 mm-hmm. years on the job." And all I can think about is like, I bet this like this one dude I was like, I bet this guy's pulled his gun so many times and not told anyone about it, you know? Yeah, couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. As soon as he got it. That's, as soon as he got it. That seems to be a thing that I'm reading. I'm not going down to the protests uh, because uh, as a diabetic, Ben, I'm at high risk, so I can't go. Uh, yeah. So I can't go. Uh, so basically, and also uh, a cowardice. But yeah, uh, I'm thing- all, uh, me too. That's it's weird. I'm scared. <laughs> weird. I mean, dude, they're 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 pep. They're, they're spraying pepper spray. Like they're sp- yeah. they're spraying gas on people, and they're no, saying they're that they're not. Like, like a lot bullets of the, yeah, a lot of the shit. stuff that I'm that I'm seeing from updates from people who I don't think would lie. They're about running it would, people yeah. over. Yeah, they're they're ge- <laughs> they're getting violent. And I think what the thing about this is that uh, I th- I think hope hopefully it's a catalyst for a lot of people to go. Oh shit! The cops are trained to try to like seriously hurt people, but I don't yeah. know, man. It depends on how it's how it's uh, reported, you know. Okay, so I'm glad you you brought this up <laughs> Thank because you. we're gonna. So in in talking about so we're gonna talk about this. Uh, it, so just to 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 settle the uh, the guessing, I guess. Uh, what ethnicity do we make uh, fun of the most uh, on people? on Mike? I would say. Uh, English or, or Italian. Yeah, bingo. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> the second one. The Italians? This is an, this is an Italian philosopher. Hey, I'm philosophizing over yeah. here. Oh! Oh! I got a theory that could maybe explain this whole uh, uh, gabagool bullshit. <laughs> this this jadrul loser bullshit. Here's uh, my theory on why my mother makes the perfect red suicide. <laughs> um, okay, so th- we're, today we're talking about a... Uh, a currently living Italian philosopher, uh, political philosopher, Still by alive. the name, yeah, by the name of Giorgio Moroder. No, uh, <laughs> Giorgio Agamben. Okay, uh, this guy, he's he's had a lot to say, uh, you say his name since was? probably Giorgio Agamben. Wow, Agamben, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, he has probably in. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't super familiar with him before I started doing research for this episode, but I, I did remember reading some stuff of his in college. Yeah. And uh, it was it was pretty interesting. It is complicated, but it's interesting. Uh, and revisiting it, <laughs> revisiting it again uh, for this episode, especially in the context of what we're going through, uh, his shit kind of resonated way, way, way harder. Uh than ever before, and wow. so I think that it's it would be really important to kind of explain his his political philosophy and how it eerily directly applies to the shit that's going on right now. Okay. Oh, right. All right. So Giorgio Agamben uh, was born in fucking in Brooklyn. Where he was actually born in Brooklyn. <laughs> hey, I was born in Brooklyn. No, he was actually born in the middle of Little Italy. Hey, where's uh, all the pizza? Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, that's a nice immigrant community. It'd be a shame if something <laughs> happened to it, like the mafia. Um, Man, I remember no. on the goddamn Sopranos, there was uh, that story arc with, um, you know, Christopher trying to get sober. <laughs> and at one point he complains to uh, 
Tony about it, about how hanging out with the guys, you know, can be tough. And he goes, you know, yeah, how, I goes, you know how hot it is to eat sausage and peppers without a cold Heineken. And I was like, and in my head, I was like, that sounds incredible. Yeah, that yeah, would be so hard really not good. to do. That sounds incredible. It's, sausage, it peppers, Heineken, Italians. <laughs> I mean, what a great thing. really good. Man, because I haven't had dinner yet, and so and we're going to be recording this for maybe at least like forty five minutes more. <laughs> so I'm like Yikes. really hungry now. But uh, Parmesan, got, got, Parmesan. I might I might get some just fucking Italian food or something. I think you deserve but it. But anyway, I think I I think I do deserve it. I've I've done nothing to deserve it, but I feel that I do. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so this guy was uh, I, earlier when I said he was born somewhere in fucking Italy. I meant I meant Rome, the capital of Rome. Italy. Rome. Um, <laughs> he was born in Rome in 1942. A Roman. Um, he's a Roman. Yeah, he's a Roman. He's a currently living Roman man. Which <laughs> 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 is a weird way to put it. Um, but weirdly enough, he actually references a lot of like uh, ancient, like roman and also greek like philosophical concepts and kind of updates them to explain like you know philosophical concepts and ideas and like just issues that we're dealing with today uh now yeah this guy you're not gonna believe this guy uh giorgio agamben is basically can kind of explain why uh a the cops are just killing people with impunity why they're killing a specific type of person yes. with impunity um why there are so many people who while there are a lot of protesters there are also so many people who just don't either don't give a shit or tacitly endorse what they're doing yeah and why uh our our government the people who are responsible for basically like guiding us through you know, crises and like making sure that we're as a population kind of like doing okay, you know? Yeah. Uh, are not only failing, like trying and failing, they're not even trying, not even trying. Uh, and it also, he also kind of explains how we got <laughs> someone who I think arguably will go down in history as probably as bad, as bad as Hitler. I'm calling it now. Really? DJT? <laughs> like, yeah. I think he might go down in history as like not just the worst president, but one of like the most villainous historical figures in modern history. Yeah, I, I don't I don't <laughs> think he'll do the uh, the the physical damage that that Hitler did. What with starting no. the war, but yeah, at least not directly. Sure, yeah, but it's almost like electing a guy with I don't literally know. no experience was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened with Hitler. We need he someone no who thinks. Outs- <laughs> he had no political experience. Yeah. Well, I was talking about DJT, but yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The comparison is, I think, apt. Oh wow. So yeah. Oh yeah. I guess. Uh, I guess you- Hitler was a fucking artist, and then he decided that he hated Jews so much. Well, that's my new ringtone. That he needed to run. <laughs> that he needed to run for office. My new ringtone is Ben saying Hitler was an artist. <laughs> Well, he was. He wasn't. No, he was. He was an artist. He, but isn't that a weird tra- thing to say and think about? Yeah. Hit, Adolf yeah. Hitler. Ben, Adolf Hitler was an artist. You know what's even funnier is he was a bad artist. Yeah. Like, universally panned. Couldn't draw, <laughs> couldn't draw people, which has always haunted me. He always drew yeah, landscapes. That, he could not draw people. That's really fucking weird. Yeah. Um. Uh, I can't. Man, I have a lot of things to say to that, but that's gonna <laughs> drive us way off, way off the course. Uh, okay, which is what so, we never do on this show. 
Well, we never do on the show. I mean, if if you if you have some fun anecdote that you want to throw at me, actually, this is the time to do it because this shit is pretty serious. <laughs> the Holocaust? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, um, and, and just everything. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to throw at you some basic concepts that need some, like, outlining and definition or whatever, uh, and then I'm going to tie it all together to sort of give you a picture of what this guy's whole theory is. All right. And then, and then I'm going to kind of explain, at least in my opinion, how it relates to exactly what's going on right now. Okay? So. Ben, I'm with you. Yeah. You with me? And I'm with her. Uh, Okay, I'm still good. with her. Wait, wait, with who? You don't remember that? that that's a Hillary Clinton's thing. You you would go, I'm with her, and then after she lost, you would go, I, I'm still with her on Twitter or whatever. Ugh, I forgot about that. Well, I'm st- I'm still with her, dude, and I'm fucking is- I'm fighting to get her elected in 2020. <laughs> I still think she's you know got what, a chance. You know what's gonna happen? You know what I think might happen? What is oh sh- uh, is um. If things get too bad, I am in a very apocalyptic mood right now. I'm so sorry, but like, if if things get like any worse, it's I I have a hunch that maybe like the, he might actually fucking have her arrested and maybe kill her. You think so? <laughs> See, here's the thing. I and not that like I don't like her. I'm not a fan of her at all. Sure, but like she doesn't deserve that, no, she and that's des- a no, very I... chilling precedent to set. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird if, like, from then on out, every president who was leaving the office got to kill one former president. Oh, wait, but she wasn't even the president. <laughs> so someone who who ran for president lost. So, like, if he just, like, uh, once Trump's gone, he just, like, murders fucking uh, John Kerry or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that, like, that we have, like, John, at least John, theoretically. <laughs> We have at least theoretically some safeguards to make sure that like there isn't some sort of like violent thing that happens when we transfer power from yeah. you know one leader to another to a president to another, but like it shit is all fucking unraveling. But anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, it, it all it all comes together. All right, I'm gonna throw you some fucking concepts. All right, so just like throw them, ooh, throw them at me, daddy. Sit back and let me know how they fit. Toss all right? them my way, father. <laughs> Okay. Yes, son. Here we go. Your first lesson, yes. my boy. Oh, no. Oh, gross. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, real important. He makes this distinction. He doesn't make this distinction. He he takes this distinction that was made originally by Aristotle back in the day. All right? This distinction between two forms of life. There's uh, bios and zoe. Okay? Now, bios is basically like the Greek word for, for like natural life, like the way you exist uh hold on sorry i'm mixing this up i'm immediately fucking this up bios is like political life it's what defines us as humans basically it's what separates us from animals we're still like technically animals right but the things that the thing that makes us distinct according to aristotle in a very important way is that we're well, a political animal well are we or are we dancers we're dancing animals yeah okay <laughs> well, I'm with we're you not the only that. But that's the thing is that we're not the only dancing animals so many animals dance yeah <laughs> to, to attract their their mates like in- yeah. insects do dancing, and I'm never impressed by it. I don't understand how these guys get laid. Well, bees dance to tell people to tell people to tell other bees where, where honey is. Well, that's <laughs> a little sweet, you know. It's a little cute, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, uh, no. The the pr- primary distinction that Aristotle made made back in the day, way back in the day, uh, was the thing that separates humans from animals is that we exist as 
a fucking political animal. We, one of our most like meaningful and important like aspects of our life is that we're social and we form communities to like, you know, do shit, accomplish shit, you know, look out for one another, blah, blah, blah. We have this tendency to just do that historically. Okay. Sure. All right. That's bios. And then Zoe, which is funny to say, it wasn't pronounced that way. I'm sure in ancient Greek, but Zoe, uh, it's like Zoe or something. Hey, like that. Zoe. 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 Um, for Zoe. Yeah. We have a listener uh, named Zoe. Yeah. So hello, Zoe, Zoe is hello Zoe. Zoe is <laughs> Zoe. I hope Zoe. How was your day? Now d- give her time to answer. Yeah, everyone. Sh- yeah, I Pretty know cool. it, shit is crazy, Zoe. Yeah. Well, anyway, stay safe out there. Yeah, be good, Zoe. Talk to you soon. <laughs> I love you, <laughs> Patrick. He's signing your name. Your name, Zoe. I okay. love you. Just lose my mind. <laughs> um, now. God, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd just let you lose your mind for like five minutes and I'd be like, yeah, I know we're all stressed out. <laughs> so, okay. Now, Zoe is basically just like bare animal existence. It's like you eating, you shitting, you pissing, you doing these biological functions that the big two. other animals have. Right? Shitting and yeah, pissing. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, that that's, that's basically it. Yeah, that's the distinction. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Uh, now, the second thing is this uh, term in Roman and ancient Roman law called homo sacer or sacer. Okay. What the hell? Which is, which is Latin for the sacred homo. No. The sacred it's homo. La- <laughs> it's Latin for the sacred human or the sacred man. Okay. And it's this idea in like ancient Roman law where basically you know if you committed. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you know what's kind of weird okay. to think about? The term homosexual means mansexual. <laughs> Isn't that wild to think about? So not not exactly. I'm mansexual. <laughs> not exactly, and this no? is probably going to annoy the fuck out of you. Uh, it kind of annoys me. Homo in Greek means same, and homo in oh. Latin means man. <laughs> oh, it's what the fuck? the exact same it's the exact same sounds, but they're two different words two in two va- different and, and, and in that context, two vastly different meanings. Two vastly different meanings. And guess what English did? It didn't give a shit when it adopted both. Sure. <laughs> Just gives you no preparation on how to interpret the one <laughs> or the other at any given time. Good. Um, but yeah, so hom- homosexual is actually like Greek same because they like, they're like fucking people who are like them. You know what I mean? Why not? Um, yeah. In the ancient uh, world, Ben, anything goes. And there's not that there's anything wrong with that. Um, well, they were have, I but, believe they're having sex with children, which I, I think there is something profoundly wrong. The Greeks. Oh, yeah, but not. OK, you know, <laughs> yes, they were. They're known pedophiles. The Greeks, the Greeks, <laughs> man, it is. I, I, we, I, we talked about this. It is wild to think of that. It's like these guys who are coming up with these like, you know, philosophical things and, and concepts, political it, concepts it, that would do, that still dominate. You know the the the, the yeah the have world. a tremendous influence two thousand years later, and they're also like yeah, but we also like are fucking children, and it's like well, do you separate the art from the artist, or like what's the, what's the story here? It's like it's so I don't know. I, well, that's the a, art an from entire, the culture. That's an entire different episode. Yeah, <laughs> we could talk about that if you want, but yeah, it was just the thing to do, man. <laughs> you know, uh, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> it's a Greek thing. You wouldn't understand. So homo sa- soccer. 
uh, homo sacer is Latin, so that actually it actually means the sacred man. Uh, and this is this idea in, encoded or enshrined in ancient Roman law, which is basically like if you committed certain types of crimes, like especially like oath breaking, like super old timey crimes. Yeah, people hate it when you break an oath. When you break an oath, it was like one of the worst things you could do. It was like it's like in the Wild West where you could like get fucking executed for stealing uh, stealing horses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because <laughs> because pe- horses really mattered to people in the 1880s. Horses and have been oaths, a, yeah. and oaths really mattered <laughs> to the ancient Romans. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, so I, what happened? I got was, an oath for you. We're gonna uh, ruin our banking system 2,000 years from now. They call that the Greek oath. Uh yeah, we it's, I I guarantee it. You're gonna you're gonna like the way we fuck this up. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> I can't uh, deposit these dollar bills because they're covered in olive oil and the ATM won't accept them. I think that yeah, that was just, the root of the problem. Slippery. That was the root. Is that they had problems with their currency because their fingers uh, in Greece, they're constantly <laughs> coated. Because they're too greasy. In, uh, in olive oil. And so they're, they're not able to, to do it. A lot of times, you know how like, um, you know, LeBron There's lines around the block of people. There's one guy who's just like, it won't. It won't. You know how... Uh, I'm sorry, it's too slippery, my friend. How, like, Le- LeBron James, before uh, a game, he does that thing where he puts his hands in powder and goes, foosh, in front of everybody? Yeah. Yeah, well, in Greece, the basketball players do that with olive oil and melted butter. It's very weird. Uh, yeah, but it smells amazing. It's, you can, you, they they dip bread in it afterwards. Little, so it's great. A little bit of it's a nice uh, oregano. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, man, the Greeks know how, knew how to live. I mean, food, uh, the food, the children you could have sex with. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> the eroticism. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we're not even talking about the Greeks, though. I, not anymore. We're talking about the Romans. They were actually emphatically not into uh, the whole boy fucking thing. Um, they're very traditional people. But anyway, so homo soccer basically is what happens when uh, you break an oath, let's say. That's one example of any crime you could commit. And... That gets you this punishment, and the punishment is basically you are like kind of cast out as a pariah from society. Yeah, where you're the rule of law and the laws that like protect you and your, you know, autonomy and your right to like not be fucking murdered. Uh, those laws don't apply to you anymore. So they don't do anything to you necessarily. They didn't like execute you or they didn't imprison you, but they like cast you out of society and they basically said. This guy is is like persona non grata, and oh God. if you if you kill him, you will not be prosecuted or tried. So at all. it's the purge, but just for one Greek dude. Yeah, it's it's for people who like break a certain law. Okay, um, so that's so just keep that in mind because that comes into play very heavily later on. Um, so basically, this guy Agamben just kind of like repurposes a lot of these concepts from a lot of different like philosophers and ancient traditions uh and and contemporary traditions and he kind of makes this uh delicious soup sort of in a philosophy instapot uh really that is a pretty it's a pretty good like account or explanation of why western society and and political culture is so fucked up um even though we don't want to believe that it is you know uh but anyway so there's that that's homo sacer um now there's this idea of sovereignty. Basically, uh, sovereignty or the sovereign is just the idea of it's 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 whatever entity has the authority to basically decide who gets to be a member of a of a political community or not. And much more chillingly and accurately, it it 
basically just boils down to it's whoever the guy is or the organization, whoever that that authority is that can basically has like a full monopoly on the use of violence. Right. Well, that's not right. Well, it's it's how we've kind of done things for a while. I mean, like I, I yeah, jury's still out if it's right or not. But that's a, that's effectively how organize yeah, society's been organized in some way or another. The the form of the sovereign takes a lot of different like shapes and forms. Like the simplest one is obviously like a king. It's like pyramid shaped basically. There's one guy at the top of the whole fucking thing and it was basically gets his authority from like God or you know whatever Joe Pesci who knows sure um but f- this authority grants him the power to basically say the buck stops with me when i get to say who is allowed to be fucking killed or who is allowed to just like die without anybody doing anything for him uh and letting them live and therefore being like a member of this like political uh community and therefore being like a full human because you can only be a full human if you can engage you know fully and authentically in the in the political community that you're that you're in yeah dude right? i've been saying that okay, right so the sovereign before back in the like, fucking ancient times <laughs> you've never said that <laughs> never said that ever. how would you know <laughs> i have a good hunch i'm i'm gonna i bet on it i bet you've never said that before you don't know oh i'm oh you're with me 24 hours of the day ben uh, actually i am Son of when a you're bitch. when you're walking down Mainer Road and you only see one pair of footprints, that's me <laughs> struggling to carry you. <laughs> that was me throwing my back out. Yeah, <laughs> being really hot and pissed off. <laughs> also, you have to drive me to the hospital. <laughs> um. Okay. So there's that. So the sovereign, right? Basically, it's it's whoever it's it's whoever gets to decide whoever lives or dies, right? Uh. The the point of that being that like you someone needs to be in charge and someone needs to hold some sort of fucking you know someone needs to have some sort of like threat of violence or something something to back up his ability to say his or her ability to say you know this is the law this is what's going down this is what we're doing as a fucking nation as your leader this is like yeah it is how I'm justifying it that, is right? kind of weird to think about you know most laws are are, are mostly just threats. I mean, kind of like that's the thing. So that's so this is what's interesting. This is what this guy Gaman kind of gets to. Uh, obviously, we don't like most societies, except for like fucking England, don't have a king anymore. Yeah. Don't have like a one person who's like in charge of shit. I know that England's not really like that, but like Where's still, me just king? Get, get rid of her. <laughs> get rid of her. Oh, I'm <laughs> here to overthrow the queen. She's as you as you fucking limey say a fucking layabout. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean you limey? It's what the fuck? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to any limeys listening. Oh. I thought you were referring <laughs> to me as one. I was about to say what the hell? Yeah, I know you're not. I, you're emphatically not. No, I'm a potato eating papist Mick, a bog jumping, <laughs> fucking, uh, a ca- fucking Catholic Church loving, police officer, and firefighter. That's how fucking Irish I am. Yeah, man, not 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 a great look with the police officer part. <laughs> Maybe no. drop that one. <laughs> hey, man, you know our my heritage has some stuff. Big deal. <laughs> yeah, heritage not hate, but I also hate. Yeah, that's um, what I say about that. But, but yeah, that's what I say about Irish culture. Heritage not hate. And everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> but, but if you know, if we can hate, I'd, I'd, I'd rather hate. Uh, 
<laughs> but if we could hate, I could, uh, I could, yeah. I could hate. I could nosh on some hatred. I don't know why. Yeah, why? Why did I make that? That Irishman sounds so Jewish. Because uh, uh, you're. That's you, Ben. Because you guys do. are the lost tribe. Yeah, uh, I heard that one, one of the lost tribes of uh, of Israel. Of Israel. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you went. We we walked really west. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You walked super far west, um, and you just kept going too. You're just like, eh, let's see if we can make it to Boston. Um, <laughs> A lot of them did. Okay. Shout out to Boston. I think I'll go to Boston. I think I'll bop a doo bar. Remember that song? I'll bear that bop a doo. Some snow would be nice. I remember him saying that. I remember thinking, you have no fucking idea, dude. Is this a real song? Yeah. I think I'll go to Boston. Yeah. It fucking sucks, dude. Shocker. I don't remember that at all. It sucks. And I totally I totally thought you were making that song. No, the now. music video, if I recall <laughs> correctly, it's a bunch of like these these guys in the band like on a beach singing about how they wish they were in Boston. It's like fucking stay at the beach, stupid. Yeah, what? Stay at the beach. Yeah. What is in Boston? I mean, other than a, a straight pride parade. Other than the straight pride, yeah. <laughs> that's it. They have straight pride parades. Uh the Boston Celtics. I guess that's kind of cool. That's about it. They have uh, a lot of construction, apparently. Yeah, the big dig. I remember that. The big when dig. When I lived in Boston for two months. Sure. W- worst two months of my life. Why? <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It was just very weird. Sure. Did I tell you about that? That's when I was working for the, kind of for the DNC as a, like a canvasser, which that job sucked. Uh, Why? But because uh, you go knock on doors and ask people for money oh, to donate to, 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 the DNC is 2008, so it was for like Obama's election, basically. Um, but man, people are not nice to you when you do that. <laughs> Why would they be? I know it's weird, but uh, it's the only job I could get at the time. And the other thing is, uh, I had to move up there for like two months to just do this like one gig as as like a canvasser, and then they were gonna move me back to New York. Uh, but while I was in Boston, they like had to scramble to get places for like us to live. Okay. And so I shared a room in this like uh like townhouse in Cambridge and everyone else in this in this house were all like Chinese grad students who went to MIT okay. who could not could not speak English. That is so tight. And just you. And, yeah, just me and this other woman from like fucking Illinois. Oh god. <laughs> so it was it's just a very bizarre time in my life. That sounds a little bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. How did you did you but ever how did you communicate with these guys? I mean, we didn't really have to. We just had to like make sure we didn't, you know, go to the bathroom at the same time. We had no we had no contact. Oh, okay. Yeah. That seems <laughs> that's even so weirder, kind weird. of. <laughs> whenever people whenever people are like, Oh yeah, I live with such and such and it's like, Oh, how'd you know? Oh, I did. I just found him on Craigslist. We don't talk. It's like, all right. Yeah. I just I just I I would feel a little bit of like there was tension, even if there wasn't. Even if it's just like, oh no, uh, I, I'm I'm just comfortable being quiet at home. I'd still be like, oh, I don't know, this feels weird. Well, I would talk to like my roommate because she was, you know, she spoke English. Uh, How and good I would, was like, her you know, English? Whatever. As it was perfect. Nice. No, I don't know. <laughs> it was, I mean, she's from Illinois. It's, it's it's fine. She was it was I could I could understand conversational. Her. Uh, yeah, sure. Man, it'd be weird if you couldn't understand someone from another state, just completely different language. And it's like, yeah. hey, welcome to Europe. Yeah, the dialects are all like, but they're so different. They're not close in the slightest. 
Yeah. It's almost as if we have nothing in common. Hey. All the all, all of the people who live in this gigantic country. Let me ask you this, Ben. You've studied, uh, I believe, Mandarin Chinese. Yeah. What are the two big dogs? It's Mandarin and Cantonese, right? I would say Mandarin and Cantonese, I think, are the two biggest. The two big dogs. Di- dialects, uh, yeah. they, they refer to them as big dogs. But I guess what I'm asking is, <laughs> how, how similar are those? Like, if you can speak one, can you understand the other to a degree or no? I do you, do you know? Am, I'm in no position to answer that oh, okay. <laughs> in a scholarly way. Why not? I know that I cannot, for the life of me, I couldn't really get in, into Cantonese because there's nine tones. And what? Mandarin only has four. Oh, sure. Yeah. Nine tones? Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot to juggle in your head. So Dang. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you this. What? When I was, like, able to speak Mandarin at my best, I could I could not understand Cantonese. <laughs> no way. But, yeah. Anyway, there's just a little anecdote for you. Well, this is uh, the, langu- the language laguna. Kumbaya. Uh, ho- like hosted Chinese. by Ben Chola. Yeah. That's <laughs> not Chinese no, at all. Not at all. Not even close. <laughs> okay. Hey, how about we get back to uh, <laughs> Latin? Oh, how about God that? How about that it. language? Great. Okay. Um, Oops, uh, no, no, actually, okay. Us sorry. Ego, we're, we're, um, us, I believe. We already did that. So let me finish up with these concepts, okay. right? So sovereignty, basically the guy who like you know can call out hits on people. Um, and everyone just accepts that. So that's an important thing, is that in order to become more than just like a fucking... Like, feral human who just like lives out in the wild or whatever you want to be included into like a you know a community a political community where you have some sort of say or at least some sort of protection uh you need to be become a political animal but the way you do that is basically you have to submit to a sovereignty of some sort and the way you submit to a sovereignty is by abandoning <laughs> the term that this guy uses is uh abandoning yourself to the possibility of death and violence uh, that this one guy or this one authority can dictate. You're just agreeing, saying, hey, if I break the fucking rules of like this covenant that we have as a state or as a polis or as a community, you get to, you get to kill me if you want to. Oh, my to. God. <laughs> and that's like this very tacit like idea of like how we how we kind of just agree to like let people kind of boss us around. I mean, like there is an element of like li- when you live in a society, you, you, there are people with authority that you let, that you trust as an authority to like tell you what to do in certain situations to guide you, to offer, you know, the, the official stance on shit. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it, it's not anarchy. Like we do at, at, at all times in some way submit, it's submit not ourselves delivery. to other people. It's, it's not del- it's, it's not delivery. <laughs> it's it's an uprising. It's it's an uprising. Um yeah, well that's what happens when we kind of collectively decide that the, whoever is the sovereign shouldn't get to be the sovereign anymore. Right? Yeah, a lot of people are upset. And boy, that happens sometimes. And that also can be so fucking violent and destructive in and of itself that that's why a lot of people are not like immediately ready to commit to like let's fucking have an uprising yeah right because like it's scary it's a gamble because that shit can go fucking absolutely haywire as we've seen in the french revolution as we've seen in in the russian revolution and a dozen other kind of kinds of revolution things got pretty crazy in that russian revolution that's what historians say she got crazy in the french revolution 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's why it's called a revolution. It's revolutionary. It got fucking crazy. Um, do you do you know anyway. where that saying "the revolution will not be televised" came from? I think that was the Black Panthers. No, it? it actually comes from from France back then because TVs weren't invented yet. I walked right into that. I like walked <laughs> down a fucking like bowling lane and didn't see it coming. The revolution will not be televised. And he's like, well, why, uh, uh, pourquoi? And they're like, because it has not been invented. <laughs> and then they... Hey, call me when you invent it, and then maybe we'll fucking televise it. <laughs> and then they dip their baguette in just a thing of wine. You know, yeah. and eat it. <laughs> they just eat it. They hate it. It's 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 so gross. Yeah. But they just... They can't... Like, since they can't admit ever that they're wrong. Sure. The French... <laughs> They'll be like, it is actually very delicious, and your palate is not developed. <laughs> your pa- um, it's actually very delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. What a comeback. So the next and hope uh, hopefully like the last major like component of this whole thing. No, sorry, we've got two more. Sorry. So there Agamben was a huge fan of uh this French bald gay that we've talked about a couple times before. Patrick John uh, Dean. Patrick John Dean. <laughs> French bald and gay. <laughs> well, you are at least two of those. Um <laughs> now <laughs> Uh, no, uh, Michel Foucault. Okay, he's a big, he's a big heavy hitter in the postmodern uh, era, um, and he had this concept called biopolitics, um, where basically he he sort of made this observation that before uh, the source of power was like in one sovereign, and the sovereign could do like whether it was like a, a minister or a king or whatever, um, a, a warlord, a fucking chieftain. Uh, whoever this go off head honcho chieftain. guy, yeah, the big cheese. Whoever the big cheese was sure. of any fucking group, uh, big cheese. All, all, all they could really do. I mean, it was a very like, uh, what's it called? Um, effective power to have. But all they could really do was like decides who lives or dies. And then Foucault kind of noticed that like the way societies were structuring themselves, uh, sort of into modernity, and uh, you know we're discovering science and we're discovering how like the human body works and uh, you know, human beings for the first time in like Western intellectual history are starting to be considered as like objects instead of subjects. Yeah. Like they're objects of study. Uh, Like you're not Pat, you're a fucking body with very sugary blood pumping through you. Yeah. You know? Um, And like, you know, the purpose of, of, presenting you that way theoretically in biology is so you know you have this objective thing you can study right and not get all mucked down with your winning charming personality sure it's almost like so basically what you're saying is that there's no such thing as justice it's just us no i don't accept that you didn't earn that one (laughs) you didn't earn that one But you know what I'm saying? Absolutely nothing to do with what I was saying. But uh, well, I think justice has a lot to do with what you're saying, and the concept of it does. Ben, the concept is that that bit that you know I hate. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that Ben, there's no such thing as justice. It's just so (laughs) stop us saying that it's fine if you just stop at, at there's no such thing as justice because that's a that's a philosophically compelling statement to make but then you follow it up with the dumbest fucking phrase yeah well do you get it okay it's because what yeah so it's justice it looks like uh 
It's not actually spelled like that, but it looks like just us. It doesn't look like it. It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> You're not even getting your own bit. Yeah, right. I think I think Homer came <laughs> up with it. Yeah, Homer did. Okay, so God damn. So God. but that's what I'm saying is that all you have is just each other because there's no justice. Well, okay, so that's that's actually just way to twist it. Us. That makes it a little bit more germane. But okay, just Oh, fucking I'm Germain, baby. Uh yeah. I call that's why I call you Germain. Yeah. You're Germ Germ you should change your name to Germain. Germain Dean. Dean. Hey, how the hell are yeah. you? Germain's the name. <laughs> Yeah, you're like Tyler Perry's a photographer now. Um, <laughs> yeah, hell but, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, God damn it, Pat, where was I? Come on, man. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, bio, uh, bio, biopower or biopolitics. It depends on like what translation you read. But basically, this concept is Foucault noticed that uh, the government or the state, right, which is you know what the sovereign eventually became. We we'll call it the state now. Uh, it's a really fun. Uh, uh, comedy troupe uh before they split off into viva variety and stella um well, the, well that, that that yeah that that oh, and reno yeah. 911 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway the state uh they the state basically with the advances in science and biology and the way to basically now not only like define knowledge of a human body right a rock and also body. being able a rock and body they can like you know they know how to the state basically uh Figures out how to, you know, cure diseases, which is going to be important <laughs> uh, in this discussion later. Uh, how to, you know, uh, improve fertility rates to, like, to, you know, grow a, f a workforce faster. Now they have way more powers. They can manipulate, like, our natural life, like our non-political life uh, in a very, very... Those like, bastards. Manipulative way. And, yeah, and so, like, the idea, the idea originally was it was for the improvements of society to benefit society you know make people healthier etc cetera, etc cetera. but it also requires an element of control right the state has this monopoly on not only violence but control okay uh and no it joy. wants it wants and it wants to keep it it does not want to let let go of that no right because uh, it's been pretty sweet having all of this uh you know monopoly on violence and and power and control okay um now, that's pretty much it for like the major concepts. Uh, except, uh, so the last one, which is much easier to understand, is basically that uh, in modern societies we're seeing a lot of like these democrat. Basically, like the the status quo, at least like theoretically, like ideally, is that we're all democracies. We want to be democracies, right? Democracy is the way to go. Uh, it's the most representative way to like you know uh, get individual peoples and factions within a community well thank so you like, for finally admitting it mr socialist well socialism can be democratic too but here's what's interesting here's the twist what? the spoiler alert uh is a, a, a gambin is it's this is hard to kind of put he's not exactly a fan of democracy uh oh. because he believes that democracy has an inherent flaw in it uh, he believes that, you know, we should believe in democratic ideals, but the way that democracy is, like, actually practiced or, like, executed, it's it's just as bad as, like, trying to execute communism, you know? Yeah. Like, all these people say, well, you know, communism works in theory, but not in practice. Well, actually, so, same with democracy, he kind of argues. Oh, interesting. Democracy works in, democracy works in theory, but it, as we're seeing, it doesn't work in practice. What do you, what do you make of this whole electoral college thing? 
I think we need to abolish it. I think it's a it's a fossil. You think so? Yeah, it's uh Oh it's yeah, a, it's, but what do you think we should do then? Get, just get rid of it. We don't need it. Just count the popular no. vote. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Literally count the thing that that we've told ourselves for 200 years was the thing that mattered. The thing that made us different from from it kind England. of set us apart from the yeah. Yeah. the dreaded the one the dreaded cool... United Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, we're the United States, and we Bitch. get to like fucking decide for ourselves. Yeah, what right? do you say to that, England? You fucking fucks. They're like, we somehow kind of are doing it a little better than you. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, not really. Right now, they're they have like mini Trump in office, but anyway. Oh, sure. Whatever. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, who's? It's funny how similar they look. Dude, they both have ridiculous hair. Boris Johnson <laughs> looks like every time he eats spaghetti and meatballs, he spills it on himself every single fucking time. <laughs> And he's like, all right, I'm not going to do it this time. And, and he has like a, you know, a thing uh, covering whatever. But, you know, he, he's going to spill that those meatballs. Yeah. And he, he also looks like he's followed by an invisible uncle who will not stop tussling his hair. <laughs> you know, or giving him nuggies or whatever. OK, so. Last thing, because like the state doesn't want to lose control. Right. It doesn't want to lose control of its power, of its, uh, you know, ability to basically call the shots. Right. Uh, and decide who gets to be a part of the community and who is, you know, this pariah or someone who doesn't deserve rights or whatever. Uh, in order to consolidate its power whenever it can, it takes advantage of uh, this concept called a, a state of exception. A state of exception is basically this uh, event or uh period or whatever occurrence that is caused by some kind of like outside crisis it sounds like a dylan song uh, what state, state of, of exception state of exception how does it feel i'm bob dylan to lose your rights <laughs> <laughs> i mean basically that's let's thank you that was very funny but it's, it's also bob it's dylan. also kind of serious yeah, Bob Dylan. Uh, he okay. So the state of exception is basically so an example is basically co the coronavirus, uh, also nine eleven and terrorism. Um, this guy Agamben, one of the biggest and most obvious uh, examples of a state of uh, sorry of a state of exception, is basically just Nazi Germany, where essentially the sovereign or whoever's in charge of the state, uh, also by being the sovereign has the authority to suspend the rule of law uh, in times of like crisis. So, you know, things get done quicker or ostensibly like, you know, uh, without having to like, you know, go through the court system or be, be uh, uh, accountable to a, a legal system. Right. They don't have to worry about, you know, legal consequences or whatever it is. Right. Basically you, you, you redefine where the rule of law applies and where it doesn't, uh, you get to do just whatever the fuck you want. Nice. Right? To, to exercise your power. What's well, not nice. Oh. So like, yeah. So the main, the main example here is Nazi Germany. Hitler took power. He, uh, never actually like Hitler. dismissed the government and he was elected democratically. But once he got in the top position, he was like, all right, so everything that we've been doing, like democracy wise, we're just going to stop doing it for a little while. Would all you right? say Ben, that he turned into a Hitler state? Yeah, he did, actually. Uh, 
he he turned it into a Hitler it's state. A Hitler state. <laughs> actually... Did we ever tell that story? Maybe people are confused. No, okay. I'll I'll tell the story real quick. There was this guy. Hitler state. It wasn't even me. It was my friend John when I was living in New York was telling me the story about how John. he was at the DMV to get his like uh uh his driver's license renewed. And there was this guy who was like fucking 97 years old <laughs> and and they wouldn't give him like a driver's license because he like he can't he, he can't drive. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't have been allowed to drive. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it's a, he's a danger to himself and others if he, <laughs> if he got behind the wheel yeah. of a car. <laughs> um, but he was outraged because I mean, as I don't know, I kind of feel like I might be if I had driven for I was able to drive my own car free on the open roads of America for like 80 years and then all of a sudden someone tells me i can't yeah i would be fucking mad yeah i i i get okay. his point yeah but the way he responded was by causing an entire scene at the, at the dmv <laughs> where he kept he was screaming at the top of his lungs i i mean i don't believe this this is a hill estate this is a hill estate what state were, were y'all in it was in New York. It was an empire state of mind. No, it was in New York state. <laughs> no New Hitler York state, state. New York. Well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> uh, the guy might have been right. It's a Hitler so, state. <laughs> Just what a, a crazy thing to say. A Hitler yeah, state. I'm, I mean, it's a very powerful comparison to make, obviously. So, You're really in a state uh, of Hitler over here. <laughs> Okay, that's kind of what a Gambin is saying about like modern democracy is that we're getting closer and closer. The line keeping us on this side of like you know a, a properly functioning democracy and a actual fucking Hitler state, it's a very very thin line, Hitler and state. it can be tra- and it can be transgressed so easily because at any time in, in most fucking Western governments, the the top authority, whoever it is, president, prime minister, queen, king, whatever the fuck you want to say. They can if there is like a legitimate crisis that threatens like the entire population and they need to be able to handle it like as quickly and as as like effectively as possible. They need to basically kind of trample over some rights. Right. So they need to suspend the rule of law or it's it's used as a fucking excuse to suspend the rule of law. Get these rights out of here right now. Get these. Oh, these rights out of here. Yeah, exactly. And like the idea then is. We're doing this for the safety of our community, okay? But ironically, what that tends to ha- what that tends to mean is that we're actually re- we're we're not going to be accountable to the rule of law anymore, and therefore we get to redefine who our community is, and we get to assign the status of like not a citizen or not a member of community, yeah. someone who is not, you know, worthy of the protection of the rule of law in this like crisis moment. Okay. Uh, and so that's how you get in, in the third Reich where, you know, there's hella inflation and, you know, Germany was militarizing and they're having this like crisis identity crisis of like what Germany is. And Hitler comes along and says, I got it. Let's get rid of all the fucking Jews. Uh, here's how we're going to do it. We're going <laughs> to fucking, uh, say, Hey, we're just suspending the rule of law for just like a hot minute. And we're also declaring that Jews like don't have citizenship anymore, okay. and a bunch of other people too. Okay, now since you just get to do that and not and not have to like you know answer for it by by like you know a judiciary of any kind, uh, there's all these people who are just left unprotected 
who once used to be citizens and like members of Germany. They were Germans, and now they're not just not German anymore. And guess what you get to do? Not only that, not only they're not German, they're not even fucking human. Yeah. So guess what you get to do? There's no problem. Yeah. You just fucking kill them because you're not killing humans. Let me ask you this: what, what was their plan for afterward? Like, like, what did they think was going to happen after they killed all, like, all the, all, all of them? Like, if that's their plan, like, what, like, what did they think was going to happen afterward? Uh, what's the next step? Dance party. Like, you think they're, they're, they're just going to be like, all right, we we killed them all, and like, no one's going to get mad at us for this? They had to well, think so that somebody would get mad. Here's the thing. Yeah. And guess what they're called? I mean, the U.S. fucking a bitch. Well, everyone. These colors. Mo- actually, these Ru- colors Russia don't run. More. <laughs> Russia more. Well, tell Russia bit. these these colors don't run, Ben. You know what? You know what Hitler pl- actual actual plan was. First of all, he was so confident in his ability to win this war. Yeah, he really was. <laughs> and it was looking like he could could for a few years there. It was actually really scary. I mean, the whole thing was scary, but it was really scary. Like the first three yeah. years. Um, but he really thought that he could win. And so what his plan was, was basically he's just like, all right, I get rid of all the Jews. And then not only that, I'm going to fucking kill every single Polish person. And as I just move east and conquer Russia and make it like, you know, Germany too, where like German settlers can like settle the land after I've liquidated their population. So he's just going to kill. He hated Slavs. He hated Jews. He hated gypsies. He hated all these people. The guy had some real problems, uh, it sounds like. Yeah. And he was like planning on eventually just having like, yeah. Little white supremacy over the entire planet. Huh. Like he was gonna fucking attack Japan and break their alliance. Yeah, that after I just won, remember you know? that that Onion article from Our Dumb Century, uh, where the headline was uh, "Japanese enter alliance with with white supremacists in well thought out move." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, one you of my favorite uh, headlines. Yeah, you got it, man. Even if you just force yourself. Sometimes you have to force yourself to laugh. Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> I'm doing this um, podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not, I know this uh, this episode is maybe a bummer, but I think it's important, so, so bear with me. Okay. I think you're important, So, man. Thank you. You're important uh, to me and to, uh, to Shithead Jim, a.k.a. Jim S. The Unspeakable. The Unspeakable, yeah. Uh, greetings and salutations to you from Ben the Lamentable. Um, oh yeah, and cool Pat, and the coolest of Pats. Um, okay, so there, there we got the concepts. Finally, sorry that took so long, but the state of exception is really important. Yeah, you can use that as an opportunity. So, uh, you know, Germany's inflation, uh, the the war itself that we had to fight, we used that as basically a state of exception to intern Japanese people, Japanese Americans. Yes, right. We got to deny. We could just we just did that. And like no, got kind of got away with it. Oh, right? what do you mean, kind of got away with it? I mean, basically, they did. Mean, like, like yeah, fifty years later, I think we like. Yeah, I think we paid some restitution for it, right? Some restitution, yeah. You know what? You know what? And, I, you know what? I bet when the president man. wrote that check as he was signing it, he probably said, "Worth it." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "There's one. There's one that we kind of apologize for." Um, yeah, it's weird that we can apologize for that and not slavery. Yeah, or, or Native Americans. It's, it's okay. This is the whole thing, but anyway, you so, gotta learn to say you're sorry. That's what I tell every uh, si- head of state. I go, you have to learn to say you're sorry, and they're like, how? Like, how'd you get in here? Has Trump ever said sorry for anything? Has he ever apologized? He apologized for, for the uh, grabbing by the pussy, by by the, for that tape. 
Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. God, how, how <laughs> insincere do you think that was? I mean, it, it, it was... Who believes him? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's hard. It's, like, I don't believe him. It's hard to... <laughs> No, I, I know, I know he said he, he probably said he's I'm sure he said the words, but like I'm sorry about that. It was just yeah. locker room talk. Um, Look at my mouth. It's so oh, str- it's always pursed like this. It's always small and it's the smallest and it's fantastic. What do you think about it is, my impression? It is, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And we're going to be doing a lot of it uh, because uh, the, the way it's going right now and after everything that I just kind of explained, it, it's it looks like he's just gonna be in office forever. He's our dictator now. Mm. Uh, we just let it happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, here's here's how it works. Basically, the state of exception is used as like an opportunity to you know revoke rights from people. And what's dangerous about that, and what's so insidious about it, is that that means that like democracy, as like TJ wrote it in the fucking Declaration of Independence, right? It's kind of a lie. It's based on a lie. Where he, he said, you know, we consider these rights to be self-evident. Uh, all men you know, are created inali- equal. All men are created equal. Inalienable rights. Yeah, Ben. These are rights that we have as human beings. Fuck yeah, we do. But, yeah. But that's not true, oh. effectively. Oh, man. If, if the government can just at any point, or whoever runs the government, at any point can just fucking revoke it. Not revoking it because you did anything wrong but because you've decided they've decided somehow without consulting you that you're not like you're you're not a, a member of this community anymore yeah, at, at not least they can consult you yeah and so that's been happening to a ton of people um in not just the united states but a lot of you know supposed democracies um and it's all kind of fucking coming to a head right now so the the people who are like excluded from the community whenever you know whenever this happens, uh, so this happened also with like uh, what's it called the term that they used in after nine eleven, uh, something combatants. God damn it, non combatants. Uh, fuck, I w- really wish I could remember this. The combatant, the, the combatant crew, the combatant guys. Yeah, God, this the sucks. combatant this brothers. Podcast, I think they're called. But, yeah. Uh, they're called the Brotherhood of People Who Are <laughs> Combatants and Who Love It. You keep coming up with the alternatives. While All I right, find it's it. called the, it. the, the, the Combatant. It's called Come On and Get Yourself Some Combatants. That's the name of another one. Um, there's one called the... Oh, enemy Combatant. It's an enemy. That's the term. That's a legal term. Oh, that, that, oh I knew that term. Which is I don't know why I didn't say yeah. it. I said, every, I I I said I everything was, but that. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing. It's amazing that and anyone else is listening. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you guys are fucking and, and just, marks. You guys are dumb. Just two assholes trying to like you fucking to be woke and talk about current events and just just stumbling. Yeah, <laughs> and just ruining it. Um, ruining it. Uh, okay, and en- enemy combatants were people who were defined as as like they're not like affiliated with like any sort of like foreign government army. Because they're terrorists, right? They're just like not. It's like Al Qaeda or whatever. Since it's not a sovereign authority that any like one else in the world community recognizes, Bush's lawyers were basically like, "Oh, well, these guys aren't protected by the Geneva Convention, and since they're enemy combatants, they're they're not protected under American law. 
So we can just throw Yeah, he puts his sunglasses. He like peers down over the tip of his sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And he goes. And he's like, you go. You're about to find <laughs> out why I'm the president. Yeah, uh, sure. Not a very good and, impression. Uh, the way they find out is by being sent to fucking Guantanamo Bay prison yeah uh for for years, years. without being charged yep. without being without seeing a lawyer wild um they fucking those those some of those enemy combatants i don't know if you remember were trying to like do a hunger strike uh and the fucking like medical f- medical personnel there like wouldn't let them and yeah force fed them with tubes and shit so like revoking even their own autonomy over like their using their own bodies to to resist even in the most passive way possible, right? So this is like fuck, fucked up shit, okay? And it's happening in way different ways right now. Two specific ways, right? Finally, we're getting to it. Uh, is the whole response with COVID. COVID. Uh, with the coronavirus. Yeah. And this like complete shirking of responsibility of uh, like leaving open all this risk for people to like get infected, uh, you know, enforcing some people to, like, you know, keep working in this in this very, very fucking, you know, dangerous environment where, like, you can easily get sick. Like, there's so many people who are just, like, out and about and still interacting with people because they have to for their jobs as essential workers, let's say, fucking doctors, nurses, right? They're not giving any... They're not giving... Bartenders, uh, yeah, like waiters, small business owners, all these people who they're they're just like, they just obviously just don't give a fuck about, right? And they're the essential workers. They're the people who are essential. Yeah. You know? Uh, And there's just no sense of responsibility or like compassion or just fucking care, which is the, the point of the fucking government, theoretically, is to care for its people. And they just don't give a shit. And because these are people who are performing jobs that, like, we need them, but they just don't make a lot of money. And because they don't make... This is my theory. I'm getting into my sort of opinion here. Because, like, these are, like, nurses, uh, you know, food delivery people, uh, like, truck drivers, people who work at grocery stores, um, whatever. All these essential workers, people who we need, they're, they're not rich. They don't, like, they're not any source of, like, meaningful capital for the state, Right. So they're they're worthless. So they're poor, basically. So because they're poor, fucking, why should we include them in our community? This is America. We're we're a, a, a nation of rich people. We're a nation of millionaires, right? Yeah. That's how we're def- trying to. Well, that's how basically how we're defining our community, our identity <laughs> as a nation. <laughs> like right now is is like the people who matter, and therefore the people who get to be citizens under the full protection of the government. Uh, and the rule of law are are just people who are like rich or at least above a certain like income level. And then if you're uh, some poor fucking ditch digging piece of shit, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you're not you. A, you're not an American. Yeah, okay. I'm, like, I'm, you're on the, you're on the, you're on the right track, Ben. Hey, if you're no, building, no. if you're digging our ditches, if you're digging our graves, well, guess what? You might hate the job, but we hate you even more. You're the reason why we die. <laughs> if it wasn't for you, we'd all be living forever. If I understand this correctly. No, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. No. But that is kind of like what the government is saying. It's like we don't give a fuck about you. I mean, like we need you, sure. To to we need we need these jobs that you're doing, 
Like, we need someone to perform these tasks. If you fucking die doing it, we'll just replace you with another fucking poor schmuck. We don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? And you're saying, and uh, you're saying this is a, a good thing. No. No. No, no, no. no. Okay. I misunderstand so that's, like, the ma- that's the major thing. And then the other big thing, obviously, is, is Black Lives Matter and the murder of all these black people by the police. Yeah. The police are the enforcement arm of the sovereign. <laughs> the police are, they're a... I mean, they're a fucking publicly supported and publicly financed mafia whose yeah. role is basically to just protect the property of the rich people who are the defined community that matters in this American identity we've been crafting. Okay, and guess who isn't included in that either? I'm going to guess several groups. Yeah, several groups. One of them... For some reason, and well, a, a lot of reasons, a lot of like, you know, because of this fucking historical stain <laughs> on our country <laughs> that we just don't want to fucking fix for some reason. But black people, basically, these, these people who did not want to fucking come here in the first place yeah. are now here. <laughs> and now it took us forever to stop fucking enslaving them, but we're still treating them like shit, incarcerating them and stuff like mm-hmm. that because like. This country is not for them. That's like what the message is loud and clear. Well, it's it's you know I mean, yeah it's 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 hard to argue anything against that because the the gut reaction to that is to go well no it is it's it's you know America is for everyone blah 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 that's the idea but ever since the I mean, beginning like on it, paper yeah, and that's what we want but to even do. from that's the beginning we... it kind of, it wasn't because he said all men are created equal but then he has you know slavery yeah. It's well, never because you really didn't consider been. the men at the yeah. Because so yeah, even from the founding, fucking Thomas Jefferson was basically like, well, these people are not included. When I say all men, like I mean like Americans. Sure. And when I say Americans, I mean not these slaves that I own. Right. Because, boy, that would be awkward if they could vote. Yeah. How I man? Yeah. I, I, yeah. They probably vote against uh, against it. Yeah. But then obviously, like you know, just because of fucking eventually enough humans remember that they're human and are like, Oh, we got to stop doing this. Uh, <laughs> we eventually kind of stopped, but the power, the powers that be still are fucking intent on finding any way they can to like exclude these like undesirables. These people who like, they just don't see as like, they didn't, in- they never did and don't want to envision these, these people, whoever they are, whatever like category they are as part of us they're not like a part of our community and so therefore they're not they don't get to like engage in this like form of life that i mentioned at the very beginning which is zoe right (laughs) they don't get to be a political animal we can't have them be political animals because if they fucking are political animals like we're political animals i consider this podcast a a political predator i guess so i don't know apex predators dude I kind of feel like we're 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 on the deep on the defense here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, that's kind of the point. I, it's very grim, but that was sure. it. Was all sort of lead me to that point, which is like the government doesn't give a shit about us. The police are not there to protect and serve. They have, they said they have been, and they'd be nice if they could do that. Uh, but they're just lying, and they don't care that they're lying. They just. They just want to do hood rat shit with their friends, but have it legitimized under the fucking 
Well, dude, you know, yeah, I mean, that's what's happening. Authenticity of government. That's what's happening with the, the protest now is that people are saying that someone I knew uh, got pepper sprayed. People are fed yeah, up. Yeah, we got pepper sprayed and by, by the cops and the cops were laughing while they did it. They don't give a shit. Like they're like, they're there. They're like psyched. They're like, we finally get to just with impunity. You know what I mean? Just fuck yeah. people up. You know what I mean? Like you, they, they don't. They are there. They are there to protect and serve. They're just not there to protect and serve all of us. Yeah. The police are there to protect and serve, you know, moneyed interests because that's what qualifies you to be a legitimate member of our community. Yeah. It's um yeah. I mean it's hard to it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. And the really sad thing too is But uh, I'm still like gonna try. Rights. Fuck you, but no. <laughs> Those rights that I mentioned that were supposed to be inalienable yes. are actually just they're not rights, really. They're just privileges granted to us. Uh at the at the behest of like whatever the sovereign is. And if they decide that you don't get to have that right, they just take it. Hmm. And the way they take it is through that monopoly that they have, which is the use of violence. And the arm that enforces that is the police. It's the police. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. So enjoy your night, everyone. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I guess the point that we're trying to make really at the end of the day is that uh, uh, Kyrgyz.com is the number one place... <laughs> <laughs> to find the footwear you need. Folks, something tells me it's been too long since you uh, splurged on something nice. And I, and, and I don't even mean splurge because these are reasonably priced Kurgi slippers. And Ben, we're going to make them even more reasonably priced for you. Right now, friends, if you go to Kurgis.com, K. Y-R-G-I-E-S dot com. Use the promo code NOTHING in all caps to get 15% off every single order that you make. So, Kyrgyz.com, K-Y-R-G-I-E-S, NOTHING in all caps. 15% off. It's like Thomas Jefferson would say, that's a deal. (laughs) Right? Yeah, what a deal he worked out. What a deal. Man, I don't, I don't know about TJ. I used to really admire him back in the day when I was like in high school and stuff. Well, if you, if you like a, read what he what he wrote, yeah. But then if you see what he actually did, you're like, oh no. Yeah, it is kind of like what you said earlier. Like, you know, how do you separate the art from the artist? Yeah, like, it, is it? It would be great. Everything that he wrote and all the ideas that he put down on paper, I agree sure. with. I think it's pre- it's pretty cool. Uh, it's just, it, it would be a lot better if he meant it. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's clearly hypocritical. May, a little bit. It's kind of, it's a little weirder than that. It's not so much that he was, when you're, I think when you're being a hypocrite, you're. A hypocrite with Christopher. <laughs> I'm Christopher the hypocrite. Christopher, it's a situation um, with Christopher the hypocrite. It's weird. I think with, with a hypocrite, it, you're sort of aware that like. You're using a double standard in a way, and that's what makes it so shitty is that you know what you're doing and you're fucking still being kind of a liar. Sure. But in at the time, it was it really was like black people are not people. Yeah. And slaves are not people. So I don't think he was like. This might sound really fucking weird and shitty, but like, I don't think he really meant it as like. Oh, I'm being the sneaky hypocrite and I'm not like. So you think you, you know, think it didn't even occur to him that like. Oh wow! This I think is... it's kind of I I think it kind of didn't even occur to him. That's why, which does not excuse him at all. Sure, not in any way, but it's just a different kind of fuck. Weird. Up. Yeah. Huh. 
Okay, if you could ask Thomas Jefferson one question, what would it be? Let me give you the scenario. You're hanging out. Um, why yeah. Why don't you think slaves are people? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I'd just ask him, how did it ever occur to you that maybe, you know, they're kind of like so much like us that maybe we should just call them human? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I was I was going to say, um, you hungry? I'm cooking. That would be my question. So you just sit him down to, to dinner? Yeah, because I figure if I cook for him, he'd probably be more, you know, he'd probably answer a lot more questions. You know, actually, that's a good idea. We could double team him. Sure. You could be good cop. I could be bad cop. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'll show you how bad cops get. Oh, God. <laughs> 250 years. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, you son of a bitch. You'll get yours. Well, folks, uh, I uh, appreciate you all listening. Uh, ben, uh, final thoughts on, on this whole thing or what? Uh, all cops are bastards and all cops are stooges. Heard. Friends, thank you for listening to I Learn Nothing. Uh, you can find us on the internet, on Twitter. I am at Pat Dean. On Instagram, uh, I am Dean Man P. Uh, ben is also on social media. He's on the IG, as the kids call it, and Twitter.com as GRSTLEPRN. Gristlepoint. Gristlepoint. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. That's the last thing I have, Pat. <laughs> Spelling my Twitter handle. <laughs> and you keep stealing it from yeah. me. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> All all pats are bastards. So um, <laughs> thank you for uh, for listening. Uh, uh, spread the word. If you have some time, you can uh, write a five star review of our podcast on the uh, the the podcast app. I believe uh, you can go ahead and do that. It uh, takes you on iTunes on the iTunes. Yeah, one? takes you like yeah. It only takes you don't have to sign in or nothing. It takes you like five seconds to do that. Yeah, but, you can also find us on uh, fucking Spotify. Yeah, on fucking way, Spotify. Know. Go ahead and check us out. Uh, as always, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, keep on thinking hard. Uh, the truth fucking sucks. Ben? The truth fucking sucks, dude. Uh, yeah. And if you're not Catholic, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. But it's, it looks like we're already here. Uh, and here is break your neck. <laughs> By who? Uh, what's his name? Fuck. Buster Rhymes. Oh, yeah. You're talking about Wuha yeah, you know got you all in check? No, it's not that one. Break it's your different. Neck? I don't know if I know that one. Break your neck. Okay. I, I'll trust you that yeah. it's real. Just search us on, Spatif- on Spotify. Spatify. Yeah, go go. It's S P A T I F Y dot com backslash Buster Rhymes. <laughs> dot, dot featuring com. Ben Sholock. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Forever. Uh, goodbye, everyone. Peace out. Stay safe. Yeah. Check it out. See, the only thing you need to do right here is snod your fucking head. Yeah. Yeah. Break your fucking neck, bitches. Talk to me, you look like you can really give it to a nigga. If I know where you're talking, the way you try to walk for me, the way you really try to put it on a guard. Doing it like I never did before for me, the way you break your back and I break your neck, and the way you try to put it on a floor for me. Come on, come on, come on. Oh yeah, tell me what my niggas is at. Okay. Let me bless y'all niggas one time when I lock it down and I hit you with that. Uh-huh. That bomb shit, y'all niggas know all day we be making it drop. Y'all niggas know every time we come through this motherfucker, we be always taking a ride. So let me blow this bitch. Y'all niggas know when we come.